Hey everyone, Carrie here. Uh, I just wanted to take a moment up top to apologize. Uh, we ran into some audio issues on this episode. So if you find the quality is not really up to snuff, uh, we know. And we will do our best to uh, do better in the future. So uh, anyhow, it's a really fun episode. Uh, please enjoy. It's uh, Aaron Murky and Lauren Cochran. Live on tape. It's question, answer, period. With your hosts, Harris Gale and Carrie Bilkowski. Welcome to Question Answer Period, the comedy game show podcast. I'm Harris Gale, and with me is my co-host and dreadlocked Mr. Spock, Carrie Bilkowski. How you doing, Seabill? I'm uh, living long and prospering. How are <laughs> nice. you today? I, <laughs> I kind of surprised you with that one there. I was hoping I, you were okay with it. I was not prepared that. for it. I'll try to do it every week. I might not, my mental uh, faculties might not be able to keep up if I can uh, come up with new stuff every week, but we'll see. Can I just inquire though, is the implication that I'm the like Mr. Spock to your Captain Kirk, like you're, you're driving the ship? I I felt like that was a dot that would be pretty easy to connect, but I wasn't sure. So I'm glad that you made that connection. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's my very strong logical uh, skills that I used to get exactly. there. Yeah, oh, Lord. but the dreadlocks really like let people know that you're still here to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't made any adult choices in my life. It's fine. Yeah, uh, we've got some jokes about the news of the day and a few games to play. Um, but first, let's introduce our guests. He's an actor, writer and comedian whose credits include the short film Lughead, the comedy web series Easy Bucko with his comedy partner and wife and can be seen on his YouTube channel, Aaron Murky in character. It's Aaron Murky. Hey, Aaron. Hello, hi. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, we're leaving. Good, good. Our dog, our dog is joining us, so I apologize to anyone who hears little whoops. She's very annoyed <laughs> that I've been away. Okay, this is the third episode, and I've had to make that apology already. So you're good. It's all. Have you? Oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah. It should be people Mostly and their dogs and their pets who like to interrupt podcasts. Oh, there it is. Nice. Yeah. Um, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. You know. I'm busy. You know? been busy that's good to hear that's good to hear no, it's always, it's, you know, it, busy, right? <laughs> yeah you know work is kind of sparse sometimes but it's nice to kind of if you can if you can fill in the time with uh, some good honest work that's always always good it's been really weird to have nothing for like a year and a half mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden be like slammed with everything all at once because people are lifting things and we're getting out of this weird COVID world slow, very slowly, very, very slowly. You're doing a lot of film work, right? Yeah. Uh, currently right now there's a CBC show called Porter. I have a couple days on that as an actor. And then nice. as a makeup artist, I'm on another feature film. So yeah. And that's just started. Like literally this has been our prep week and then next week we go with a camera. So it's just been like, you know, that's awesome. Insane. That's good. It's yeah. Insane. Oh yeah. That's great to hear. Yeah. Um, our next guest, she's an actor. Sorry, fucking. I gotta tighten these segues up. I don't know how to do it. I don't <laughs> know how to do it. Sharp as attack. My sharp goodness. as attack. Jesus fuck. Um, she's an actor, writer, and comedian whose credits include the film Hunter Hunter, Tales from the Loop, and the comedy web series Easy Bucko with her comedy partner and husband, and has perfected the homemade Chicago deep dish pizza during the pandemic. It's Lauren Cochran. Hey, Lauren. 
Hi. <laughs> yes, I should know some fun little information, and I was like, I'm proud of that. Yeah. That is pretty. Some good. people that make bread. Of... Some people got better at you know, you know, sourdough. I didn't even try sourdough. I made donuts once. It was okay. Yeah. Chicago deep dish pizza. I the, can make it. The first year I made, uh, what was it? What was it taco? Oh yeah, El Pastor. El Pastor tacos. So we've been we've been cooking and baking. And then Lauren, it is. I lived in Chicago, and so did Lauren for a hot second. Mm-hmm. And it is pretty darn close to Chicago style pizza. I'm pretty proud of it. Saying. Yeah, that's awesome. Sauce yeah. cool. on top, right? Sauce yeah. on top. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it gets soggy. It's wild. And if you haven't tried Chicago style pizza, what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Get on it. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. The problem I is, try, is people I... think they've had it, but then all the places nearby aren't actually that. True. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's no Chicago style pizza in Winnipeg. No. Whatsoever. Doesn't do great for uh, leftovers or next day. I found when yeah. I was in Chicago, I was I got deep dish and then I was staying in a hotel, put it in the little hotel fridge, and then the next day I was like, oh, this, this is ostensibly just a brick of cheese with marinara on top. At that point, yeah, you got to heat it up again. Yeah, it's and like, you, but yeah. the problem is in a hotel you can't heat it up in a microwave. Yeah. It's not as good. You got to do oven. Yeah, oven, heat oven heat up. Most people, most pizza, you should be oven heating. What kind did you get? Did you get the full sausage, peppers? It was uh, Lou Malnati's, I think. I think. We get, we get Giordano. Giordano's, yeah. I, I knew you. it was one or the other. Yeah. Isn't working today. Yeah, man. It was great <laughs> at the time, though. Like, like volcano mountain of cheese. I loved it. And then <laughs> the next day, I was like, oh, I could just, I might as well just go to the store and get a brick of cheese and put ketchup on top, because that's what it tasted like. If you're <laughs> lactose intolerant, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Ooh. You will, you, you're... You your insides will come out mm-hmm. and then go back in. Yeah. And then you'll be dehydrated for a month. So yeah. so just to, to clarify here, you're suggesting as a lactose intolerant person you shouldn't eat a pie made entirely of cheese. Cheese and sauce. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm a back normal up. person. Yeah. Noted. And it affects Good me. Yeah, I think like a normal constitution anybody, and it will destroy you. Yeah, <laughs> lactose I, overdose. Anybody that isn't aware of their like extreme cheese intake should really you know eat it at caution so (laughs) well guys let's get to some of the uh news of the day uh the trump organization and its cfo have been charged with financial crimes including conspiracy grand larceny and tax fraud and i gotta say it's so nice to finally see the wheels of justice turn in the right direction for once and for those who are clearly guilty of crimes that everyone pretty much unanimously agrees that they have committed to be held accountable for their actions and to serve the time that is very much deserved bringing a sense of balance to the universe to which the universe replied it's going to be a no from me dog and let bill fucking cosby out of jail oh. <laughs> nuts nuts, nuts. Did you know that? The Bill Cosby got out? Oh, yes, I did. And I know that uh, Britney Spears is court-mandated to have an IUD, but Bill Cosby's free. Cool, cool. Cool, guys. Great. <laughs> what is happening? So I was away guys. from my phone that day, and I, at the end of the day, looked at it, and I was like, what? H- how? I, my brain couldn't keep up with the amount of information I was getting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Pills Cosby. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy that's Bill Cosby. And then, and then Felicia Rashad, <laughs> Felicia Rashad, a.k.a. Claire Huxtable, releases this, like, tweet about how she's like, thank God, finally, justice has been served and the wrong man really? has been... Re-. Yeah, and you're going, first of all, this is really weird because I truly believe that this, if this whole thing had happened in a storyline on The Cosby Show, Claire Huxtable would have represented those women pro bono. So, like, this is the weirdest... Yeah, I was so disappointed. I, I was... Finally. I mean... 
it's this it's horrible what Bill Cosby did. Horrible, horrible, disgusting, no excuse, garbage. But I've like processed that garbage and now I'm just like really heartbroken that Felicia Rashad is not is defending him. Like if that hurts me. I adored Claire Huxtable. That's the biggest injustice in in your mind. You know who I I adored what's his name? Ahmad Rashad. (laughs) And now I can't look at Ahmad Rashad the same. I can't watch basketball from the nineties. Can I just uh, question sort of Felicia Rashad saying that justice has been served? So she suggesting that there's like 55 cases of mistaken identity where they're just like a bunch of. Well, and then I saw there was a tweet. The the original mom from Will's um, from Fresh Prince Bel Air. She was like, come on, Felicia, I don't, we don't know each other, but like, what is wrong with you? And then she said, I know five women who haven't come, who haven't come forward. Like. Good it's Lord. just like, and now there's like that's more of like TV moms. It's amazing, but the same. No, <laughs> makes my stomach turn actually. And, and it's just like the weird juxtaposition from like that to like good news from gross Trump people being indicted. It's like, oh yeah, it's like whiplash from like good news yeah. to just just the worst. And didn't didn't they say that the Trump people like kept spreadsheets of all the crap they did or something like? They, yeah, they broke I, laws and then kept a spreadsheet of like these are the laws we broke. Much like yeah. the Germans, you know, they kept really good records. Yeah. Very really good. Like, yeah, very good at yeah. It'll yeah. make prosecution much easier at the end yeah. of the day. That's how much they really thought they were doing good. Yeah. Right? That's that's, that's privilege. That's exactly privilege. I'm terrible uh, and I'm gonna keep record of it. Please, if you find this insulting and you're really for Trump, please send this to Harris Gale. Oh. Find out Harris Gale and just correct yeah. him and make sure he gets all the emails. Just stalk at me, Gale just on Instagram. The bandit off. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, moving on. Fossils gleaned from sediments in the Pacific Ocean reveal a previously unknown and dramatic shark extinction event, uh, during which populations of the predators abruptly dropped by up to 90%. Uh, Researchers uh, report in Science uh, uh, that they don't know what might have caused the die-off. Left shark could not be reached for comment. Uh, Probably unrelated... It was 36 degrees today, and my only refuge was sitting in the air conditioning of my running car. Uh, there's probably no lessons to be learned whatsoever, right? <laughs> I just, I think it's just Shark Week. It's just Shark Week. That's that's, it. that's what it is. It's just like two Shark Center, but it was like 2,000 Shark Center. <laughs> <laughs> so some sort of shark battle royale, prehistoric yeah. Yeah. shark uh, fight. Yeah. It was probably, yeah. you know, it was probably, it was probably something like like a volcano erupted underwater and then like all this like sulfur got out into the, and Probably. like changed the pH and all the sharks were like, no, and just, you know. Well, I know they're highly sensitive to electrics, like oh, electronic like electricity, highly sensitive to electricity. So well, in water, you'd think. Probably. Right. Yeah. So Not someone dropped their Game Boy into yeah. the uh, Pantheon ocean and uh, set things off. Time traveler went back and like, this is going to be a great shark week on discovery. The last you guys, you guys ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Let's try this. Oh, poor shark. Yeah. Uh, a know. man was taken into custody last week after he jumped out of a moving plane at LAX 
Authorities have yet to explain why he jumped out of the plane, but, and I'm just speculating here, it probably had something to do with the man being an agent for a super secret clandestine organization who, in order to save his captive wife from an almost certain death, was forced to go rogue and steal a weapon of mass destruction and hand deliver it to a man only known as Le Méchant, who it turns out was actually a former agent of high regard from the same organization and a close friend of the man's, but had an ultimate fall from grace and is now using the same means with which he was trained to protect the world to now hold it hostage and achieve total domination and ultimately destruction. Again, just spitballing here. Also, I should note, if any of those references were over your head, all that means is that you were much more productive during the pandemic than I was. <laughs> Love it. You just uh, missed parkour. You need to be doing parkour in the sky. Yeah, yeah. I saw that story and I was like, I was, I hope that it was like the guy was British just so I could say that the they were stealing Tom Cruise's job. Uh Harris, you're really uh, taking some long walks on these uh, oh, monologue jokes today. The longest walk. <laughs> my goodness. I got to get my steps in somehow, right? <laughs> Are you shaking your Fitbit while you're, yeah. while you're yeah. rattling off that joke? Trust me, that's, what, that's what's happening. So he just jumped and, and died. Oh, no, he was, he was taken in by authorities, and they didn't explain why he did it or anything. It was zero follow-up. Just guy jumped and out. How height did he jump? Oh, I think it was like it was going off the tarmac. Like it wasn't in the air. But still, that's pretty high. <laughs> like it was probably yeah. summer love. He was just like, I can't leave. Not wow. do I got. <laughs> and like, what what kind, of, what kind of plane was that? Because those are not easy doors to open. I think they like some of them I, need like two people, like one on the inside, one on the outside to open them. True, and I think also the slide thing deployed and he just got out i you know i saw the headline and i was like this is just dumb enough for me to go on a stupid tangent wow. so, so here we are there's a glider you had no details about <laughs> absolutely no de- hey i they had no details what, what do you want me to do man <laughs> i don't know write the great american novel about it i guess okay halfway <laughs> uh continuing my streak of morbid monologue mayhem uh, war-hungry monster Donald Rumsfeld is dead. Uh, some, w- some would consider his greatest political achievement selling Iraq chemical weapons and then invading Iraq for having chemical weapons 15 years later. I continue his uh, consider his greatest achievement having America's cool uncle Steve Carell portray him in the movie Vice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what wow. a gro- gross monster. And, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily celebrating his death, but I'm certainly not mourning it. How did he uh, die? Just old age, or like... yeah, his heart just imploded. I think, mm. or whatever was there when he He's died. died of privilege. See, he I, I always feel privilege. I always feel bad because even terrible people probably have someone who loves them, and someone somewhere is mourning that. But the rest of mm. everybody else doesn't have to. <laughs> like... Steve Carell made him fun, though. Yeah, he did. I know. Yeah, I would like, say the same thing. Like, he's likable. Humanized. It's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't like that. I, I was I was seeing in that movie and Steve Carell, and I was like, don't make me like Donald Rumsfeld. He's not a victim here. Ooh, I got another tag. Be one of those statues they tear down in like forty years. <laughs> They're gonna put a statue of him somewhere. I, I was gonna you. say, is there already a Rummy statue? Take it down. There Meanwhile, in the attic of a war crimes museum, a painting of Henry Kissinger continues to age. <laughs> 96 years old. Good Lord. Good Lord. Henry Kissinger's still alive? No. Yes. 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 Holy yeah. shit. Yes. Is he really? They took Prince at like 45, but Henry fucking Kissinger's still alive. No justice. Oh, wow. No. No, absolutely not. It's Life always the evil. Uh... It's always the evil that live longer. 
Well, I mean, life's not a morality tale. <laughs> you know, they they will they'll outlive us all probably. And that seems I, as dark a note as any to uh, <laughs> go to a break. Before we do, uh, we'll, we gave our guests a setup to riff on. This is Punchline Punchbowl. Ringo Starr has finally dropped his lawsuit against a company that sells cock rings under the Ringo brand name. What are some other musicians-themed sex toys that could potentially be a future lawsuit? We will get our guests' answers when we return. Welcome back to Question Answer Period. Before we went to the break, we uh, gave our guests Aaron and Lauren a setup for Punchline Punchball. Ringo Starr has finally dropped his lawsuit against a company that sells cock rings under the Ringo brand name. What are some other musician-themed sex toys that could potentially be a future lawsuit? First of all, I thought that there should have been a tag to that Ringo one and that it was to pleasure your octopus garden, but that's fine. They missed that. that Man, boat missed. Yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to you hit it? Hit some. Do you want me to go all of them or me one? Like and then how do you? We, we, we can go around the table. Everyone. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So I started small, and I just thought like this isn't necessarily a sex toy, but it's to like help yourself. Um. But an aggressive lady razor called Savage Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that's fuck. Where that's where I'm starting. Just so you know. <laughs> that's where you start. Yes. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Um, Motley pubes. Mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> immaturity coming out here. <laughs> Motley pubes. You know, I guess it's kind of along the same yeah. lines. Exactly. Exactly. We can only it's a male and female version of the same yeah. Motley pubes. <laughs> is that functional? What um, is it like a pube enhancer? Sure. Yeah. It's like a. It's a. <laughs> A hair, a hair conditioner for your pubes. Yeah. So it straightens them for you. It straightens yeah. them out. Yeah. Or makes them super you, curly, whatever you're into. Like, yeah. It's too bad it's not Guns N' Roses because you could really get like a, a, like a like, top hat like a and slash. look like Slash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, Bill, what do you got? Um, how about Ace of Flared Bass? Oh. Oh. Okay. Without a bass, without a trace, you gotta got to hold on to that thing. I see. That's base base. That's good. Yeah. And uh, Dong Jovi. <laughs> Dong Jovi? Dong Jovi. I love it. Chris, you have one? This is just said. Dong Jovi. Dong Jovi. Did I hear it? Dong Jovi. You missed it. Um, what else I got? Red Hot Cherry Poppers. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. Right? Now you got Red Hot Chili Peckers. Mm. Oh. Um, yeah. I got um, Pound Garden butthole son mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so not only do you have like, the musician you have their like hit single yeah, yeah. nice it's the butthole son oh yeah yeah it's a, so it's you know it's not for i think it's for for i guess a homosexuality yeah, toy maybe for a younger version you know yeah. i don't know kind of gross mm. but you know it's something for everyone <laughs> Um, I have a Goo Goo sex doll. Great. Great. I, you know, I was kind of trying to, I glommed onto Goo Goo dolls and I was like, I know there's something there, but I felt like someone else. Well, I feel like you were talking about songs and I feel like it whispers to you like, I won't tell them your name (laughs) over and over again. Yeah. 
I think this whole category should just be called pet shop toys. <laughs> That's what I, think it should be called. I like it. Pet shop nice toys. Yeah. Um, but I do one of my favorites. I should end mm. on this one. Yeah, save it. Save that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I will save that one. But this is a Grandmaster Fleshlight. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also great. Don't push me because I'm good. close to close to edgy. the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> You can really just do the whole. Just song. do the entire song in, in every lyric. Uh, I've got uh, K Y Minogue. Oh, oh I like it. Like Very good. Got a, Very a good. lubricant. What do you um, got? HD? I had extra, extra deep purple. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I and have a deep bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Some people that's want top. Good. Some people want bottom. Yeah. No judgments. Yeah. Oh, Curl, jam it in. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I had. To, I just had the jam, and it was a butt plug. Yeah. The, the jam. jam. I, I have one with pearl jam, but it's pearl necklace jam and jelly, and it's a lubricant. Wow. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, I've, I've got uh, lube ega. So. Gary, is this the show now? Yeah. This is the show now. It's just is 45 minutes is, of sex yeah, toy yeah, puns. Yeah, do it. Yeah. The loving poonful is what I'm <laughs> About uh, Warren G. Spot. Oh, <laughs> nice. good one. Good. Got to regulate. I had, a, I had one that I wasn't going to use, but I might as well. Leonard Forskinnerd. I don't know what that does. <laughs> As like an apparatus, it's like, but gives you your foreskin back, like it's yeah, exactly, yeah, simulated like foreskin return. Yeah. Uh, how about journey into your butt in <laughs> <laughs> I can just see the band just like on the, this on the box, just like as a butthole, just like. <laughs> um, I, I have one for couples, and it's an in sync, and it's couples for when they're away from each other, and they say bye, bye, bye. Fantastic. <laughs> this one, it might be a stretch. We'll see. But it's a machine to rage against for mom. And it's a washing machine attachment. <laughs> that mom's going to use She can. <laughs> it was worth the journey for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, I right. think I'm fresh out of good ones. Yeah, me too. Here. Oh, we got yeah. lots. I have a couple. Oh, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, absolutely. I have in, insane clown pussy. <laughs> that's that's and and it's so a juggalo can practice being a gigolo. Nice. Yeah. Oh my god. That one was a lot. I like how you guys have. You guys have like the actual like the mark. You've done full marketing research yeah. on these. You've got like the so catchphrases and you've like t- like. Mm-hmm. Have you done testing with these? Like with like. You know, market. Free, you don't uh, have time for testing, but we have a we have a two year old. But <laughs> um, nine inch nailed. Nice. Oh man, great. Yeah, and, and and mine for if you can't go all the way to nine inch nail, I have a a Nikki six inches. <laughs> something smaller. Yeah, something smaller. Fold play. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> It's just um, for, it's French ticklers for your fingers. Is really sure. Is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have salt and pekka. Yep. Man, 
You guys put then, way more work into this than we did. I what's happening here? How about uh, magic bullet for my Valentine? Oh, there you go. There you okay. go. I like that. I have. Uh, this is also another stretch, but it's called Grateful Dude, and it's for <laughs> it's a small it's a small boomer ween. But he says really nice things yeah. every time you use it as a as a dildo. He's very grateful. <laughs> it's grateful, dude. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're beautiful, just, baby. Even though the stretch marks, I love you. Yeah. Just really nice things. I love just really grateful. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, boom, it's boomer compliment. So yeah. there's always a tinge of like judgment. Judgment. So. <laughs> but he's really um, just happy to be there. Yeah. This one I don't know if it's a sex toy, but more of a move. But it's called oh. the Smashing Blumpkin. <laughs> you, you probably like, need some some props or accessories. I didn't look it up because I don't want that on my Google history, but I know <laughs> it's exactly bad. Yeah, but I know it's we'll wind bad up because, on. Yeah, you'll wind up on some kind of list everyone. if you Google that. I think I have almost all of mine. I'm close. Oh, I have two more. That's I got John Tush. Sorry, Aaron, is that the name of it? Just I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Glenn Close. It's a Glenn Close. <laughs> Add, and it's about uh, what's that basic instinct? It's mm-hmm. it's yeah. just a poster. No, no, basic... she's not a basic interest. She's in fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. And it's a poster with a hole cut out of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you get a bald bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's thrown in. It's a silicone bunny you can use. Uh, gross. <laughs> uh, John Tush was what I was going for in that one, and then I'll go to my very last one, which I'm proud of. Uh, Crosby, Stills. And Gash. <laughs> and then you can do Crosby, Stills, Gash, and Young. And Young. Then yeah. you have a Young Gash. That one didn't hit as well. No. Oh. It was good, though. Sorry. Right. Right. Um, I have one that's not a sex toy, but ladies would need it. Instead of a Diva cup, they can get a Devo cup, and it's shaped like their hats. <laughs> it would really stay in place, I think. Um, and then my last one is just called Hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, the follow up Right there in the name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tool. You can get it. Tool. 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 Yeah. Tool. Tool. They do a double, double ticket. God damn. Well, that was uh, a round of that. So much better than I expected. I love it. (laughs) You could could edit a lot of that, I'm sure, too. Leave it in. Leave it all in. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that was was Punchline Punchbowl. Guys, these days, advertisers have to step up their game to make their products relevant without also feeling intrusive. But it wasn't always that way. In fact, shoehorning random shit into ads is something of a lost art. With that in mind, it's time to play You Add Me at Hello. That's a working title, by the way. We might even just ADR something else in. By the time this show comes out, we'll see. We'll play a clip from an old advertisement, and you tell us what you think the product is that is being sold. Let's begin. Carrie, run the first clip. You got your sunrise, you caught a prize, you, you make me a Johnson. Party nights, summer whites, you, your friends and your Johnson. Rooster tails, water trails, you, your kids and your Johnson. Saturday nights, distant lights, you, your girl and your Johnson. Is that a commercial for A, condoms, B, boats, or C, power tools? I was going to say, like, sausages. <laughs> like Johnsonville brats. Like, that was a competition yeah. <laughs> for Johnsonville brats. Um, like, if we had to pick. Sorry, you said condoms, 
Boats. Columns, boats boats or power tools? Boats. I think it's power tools because it's. I can see it now when you said power tools that it's some like dude smiling with his girlfriend while they're building like a fence or something. Mm-hmm. Aaron, I, you are correct. Boat. Is boats. I, boats. Boats. They knew what they were doing Johnson's back then. Boating that. company. They knew boats and Johnsons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Carrie, run the run the second class. Aaron, I award you some points for that. Yeah, good point. I'm sending the Edwards a card to thank them for the dinner, and to thank Elizabeth for loaning me a dress after you spilled wine on me, and her tablecloth, and her rug, and her poodle, snowflake. <laughs> And to promise her that you won't try any more magic tricks in their house. Please forgive us, Elaine and. Now was that? I should set the stage there a little bit. They're in. They're in bed, and she's talking to him, and he's sleeping. Uh, is that a commercial for a Clorox? B. Is it an anti-drinking PSA or C. Hallmark? It is. It's in the card. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a red herring. Yeah, but they also said that borrowed a dress because you spilled red wine over everything, so it could be Clorox, too. But you can't put what Clorox on middle, What was the middle one? Drinking? And Is no it an drinking? anti-drinking PSA? I don't know. You pick one, I'll pick the other. It felt like it was a coffee commercial, a Nescafe commercial, yeah. a bad when dream. Yeah, they do those mini soap opera commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is probably Hallmark, but I'll say Clorox. Oh, I guess I'll say am I to pick the other one. Yeah, you pick the other one. I actually think it was Clorox. Okay, then I'll say Hallmark. Lauren, you are correct. It was Hallmark. Good job. Hard for every occasion. I know. It was. You're right. He was that at right at the beginning. She says she's going to write a card, and then it goes on the whole thing. Um, Carrie, I can't remember. Carrie, you don't have to play the end of that ad, but you. uh, I think the next one you might play the. Oh yeah, go go ahead, go ahead, play play the end of it. I think it. Hallmark. Member deserves a card from Hallmark, the place to go when you care enough to send the very best. Good job. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those yeah. Commercials, commercials back then were so fascinating because they always had the well, "I'm a guy who talks like I this." I know. I hope you hope you like Schmucker's Jam. Or a woman that's like, <laughs> "I'm going to tell you a secret. Are you listening?" Like that kind of thing. Let's get no, really? to the point now. Now that you watch some random <laughs> shit. <laughs> They do. I I watched a bunch of these. They set like the whole stage. They do a whole thing, and then right at the end, it's like a man's voice. He's like, "Well, for this, you need this. This is a problem, <laughs> yeah. and we have the solution for the best wipes." That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Sometimes Gary, eggs are just eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, old clip number three. Absolutely. Oh, sorry. Pause it for a sec. I should say, I should set the scene a little bit. This is, this is, this is the Flintstones. They're watching their wives do work. They're watching Betty and was what, what was the other uh, Wilma. Wilma? Thank you. Um, right, the one that he screams uh, a bunch. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're watching them work on their lawn or something like that. They're like mowing the lawn or whatever. All right, go ahead, go ahead, carry your wallet. They sure work hard, don't they, Bonnie? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back where we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Now, is this a commercial for A, Winston's cigarettes, B, 
Sony transistor radios, or C, Tang? Winston cigarettes. Because it's the, it's the 50, 60s when you solved everything. <laughs> you have pregnancy <laughs> problems? Have a smoke. Impotency problems? Smoke it, smoke it out. Smoke before <laughs> and after sex. Um, to me, walking pneumonia? Smoke. smoke them up, Johnny. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to say... Yeah, if you, say, if you say cigarettes, I'll say tang it because I can just picture them like relaxing like... Hey, girls, we made you a drink after all your hard work kind of thing. Yeah, I have a feeling that this was one of those misrepresented <laughs> cartoons for that children think Harry, they should be. But it Harry, should roll, be the, roll the rest of the clip. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. <laughs> Winston's got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred, filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it. Yeah, Bonnie Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. They really just shamelessly, like, it's, they take this program that I guess, I guess people watch, not just kids, but like old people, and they just, they're like, hey, that's something that we have eyeballs on. Let's just throw cigarettes at them. Well, yeah, because wasn't the Flintstones basically the Honeymooners, but just animated? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. What's like yeah. a, they a had kids show now? And cigarettes. <laughs> they just covered the whole. <laughs> well, spectrum. no, the the marketing was it was clearly like even a marketing like that's why they got rid of the camel cigarette guy. Yeah, it was a cartoon. yeah because it was a cartoon like it's clearly marketed towards children because eventually they're it's like yeah yeah there's comfort in that it, yeah. weirdly so yeah it's like if they nostalgia. have the Paw Patrol out there like smoking butts and yeah <laughs> and it's Smoke so funny too. Kids. It's so funny when you watch the ad too, because it's like they don't even try to like Flintstones up the pack of cigarettes or this or the actual cigarettes they're holding. They're just like clearly just like holding a picture of a Winston cigarette case and a cigarette, <laughs> and it's like not even to scale. It's huge in their hands. That's hilarious. Yeah. So That's dumb. Fun. All right, Carrie, roll the last one. So heavy rain is slowing traffic. What time's your meeting? Eight thirty. Oh great, I have to be there by eight. Consider isn't here yet. You ready for more good news? What now? Is this a commercial for A, Timex Watches, B, Loves Diapers, or C, Crazy Mike's Umbrella Emporium? I'm going to say diapers, because it's probably like, want to know something else? Our kid just shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to pick the opposite for you? No, you can pick the same one. Okay. Mm. I don't know. That umbrella. No, I'm just checking. <laughs> What's the first one again? Timex watches, loves diapers, or Crazy Mike's Umbrella Emporium. They were talking about being late. But back then, sometimes they talked about stuff that had nothing to do. No, it's the children that make you late. Ah, the children again. Let's just use these diapers. Just put a diaper on them. (laughs) Let's get out of here. Um, I'll go with the diaper. Let's find Carrie, out. Carrie, roll, roll the clip. Kevin's diaper leaked. Everything's soaked. Oh, no. Nailed it. If you could buy a thin diaper that dramatically cut leaves There's that voice. overnight, wouldn't you try it? <laughs> if you could wouldn't buy you a try thin it? diaper. Oh, and then slip no. into a nice, juicy something or other and <laughs> slip into no. your wife. No, this is like, we're going to be late for our meetings. Let's use Loves. It's got good absorbency. We'll leave them alone for a little bit, and the babysitter will be here soon. It'll be fine. Yeah, Don't shit exactly. That's exactly what they were doing. That kid shits himself all the time. Don't worry about it. It's thin. 
And why do you care about thin diapers for babies? I don't understand. Like, is it like a, like no one, I've never looked at a little kid's like bum and pants and going, you know what? That diaper's too bulky. That's really unflattering. Like nobody cares. <laughs> you might go hold yeah. it. It's like you're trying to be modest with a diaper on a kid who shits himself like two or three times a day. <laughs> yeah. What year was yeah. that? Do you know the year on that one? I don't have the years, unfortunately, but it felt like a very 80s commercial in yeah. viewing it. Yeah. I didn't obviously didn't want to show you guys the video because it would have given it away. But uh, but hey, you both got it right. Good job. Hey. I find it fascinating because my mom talked about my sister having like diapers that were like paper and they're garbage. But she said it helped her potty train really quickly because she hated wearing them. So she would put like hated them So because they were they would just turn to like paper mache and so she was like oh god yeah gross super yeah. gross but i guess that would I make thought, you know i figured you'd both get that though because you guys you have a, a young daughter and so that's a, a situation that you might be familiar with you know all the time all the time i'm just like fuck it let's get out of here there's that <laughs> <on> the <laughs> but we did learn early on with her that we preferred huggies over pampers because hmm. pampers never was like yeah, it fit weird. It fit weird and leaks everywhere all the time. Oh, so Huggies crazy. didn't have that. So that's our endorsement. Fuck Hot endorsement. tip. Huggies. Yeah. Sweet. Or we got to get that sweet uh, Huggies sponsorship, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Pampers are shit. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. Aaron, you're, you might be helping them there. I'm not sure. Pampers are absolute shit. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, they need to make a commercial like that where it's just like, ads. fuck this brand of fucking diapers. <laughs> it's garbage. Just so angry about it because diaper commercials are always so pleasant and like, oh, we're so open to everyone. Fuck yeah. Pampers. Yeah, if you think about it, they have come a long way because you had that narrative in that diaper commercial, and now you'll have like same sex mixed race parents with like beautiful babies running around. It's like, so there has been a, a nice change in that in yeah, our true. lifetime. So that's My child's really... first words were, fuck Pampers. <laughs> They've really come around to jingles and stuff. That's their whole deal now. They don't even do like, because in this one, in that ad, they really set it up as like a big problem for the parents. And it even starts with like the word, the dilemma, just superimposed on screen or something like that, where it's like the problem. And then the man's deep baritone voice comes in. Do you wish you had a better diaper than this diaper? Try this one. That, that was the whole deal. Do you wish you had a time machine and really thought about having children before you made this decision? Because <laughs> you're shitty parents. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, well, um, before we go to break, we've, uh, or rather, no, hold for edit. <laughs> right, Carrie? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely not cutting any of this. Continue. Great, good. <laughs> good. Coming up, we've got a new game segment, so stick around. Welcome back to Question Answer Period. Uh, we got a new game that we're going to try out here. I think, Carrie, you can probably succinctly... Uh, explain the rules better than I could, so go for it. Absolutely not. It's another one of Carrie's patented super convoluted games. Uh, today we're going to be playing a game I like to call, and I'm going to make this up uh, uh, on the spot. It's a Grammy winner or Slammy sinner. Uh, nice. We're basically, yeah, we, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. You're going to tell me whether the song I play for you was written by a famous Grammy-winning artist or by a notorious criminal. Um, oh. Yeah, so... Uh, we might as well. I thought you said... Now that in, in hearing it out loud, I actually don't... <laughs> I think that bad. Yeah. yeah, I thought you said Sammy Sinner. 
And so we were going <laughs> to deal with like bats, like basically that guy who did the subway commercials. What's his name? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> oh, Jared. That's, Jared. Yeah, Jared, Jared the Sammy Sinner. Sammy Sinner, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Short list, I think. I, I don't know. Who else. Yeah, Jared. Jared will be the. He's a piece of shit. Is the answer to all of these questions. Have to go back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, let's start with Lauren. Uh, okay. I'm gonna play you a clip, and you tell me uh, whether or not it whether it was a Grammy-winning uh, famous artist or a notorious criminal. Here we go. Look at your game, girl. All right, that's about enough of that. Uh, Go ahead, Lauren, and and tell me whether you think that was a Grammy Award-winning artist or a notorious criminal. Okay. It's Charles Charles Manson. I'm thinking of the era. I know Charles Manson thought he was a musician first, and then when he got rejected, that kind of fueled his whatever that was that he ended up being worshipping. But I also know that Robert Blake sang and he went to jail and that's from that era so i'm gonna guess that was written by a uh notorious criminal and and you're going with robert blake as here yeah yes uh it was written by a notorious criminal uh but it was charles manson oh i was right in my head when i heard it the era of that music i was like it's either either those two guys he was singing about girls and i was like was that charles manson actually singing too this was Charles Manson. Uh, this was written in prison. Um, yeah. He he uh, sent this uh, album that he had written out to a bunch of record companies, but for some reason, no one wanted to pick him up as an artist. I wonder why. I wonder uh, why. Guns N' Roses covered this song famously in 1993. Uh, however, after a bunch of, let's say, bad press, uh, they ended up giving all the proceeds to Bartok Frakowski, who was the son of one of Manson's victims, Wojtek Frakowski. All right. Wow. Yeah, you so, did a tidbit for yeah. you there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you could have just idiots. completely dodged that entirely, but you know, whatever. That's Axl <laughs> Rose for you. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So that hat on the Manson's penis. Head. Yeah. The hat on the penis is slash is perfect. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, say what you will about Charles Manson, and I mean, you can say whatever you want, really. Not a bad song. Like he, he uh, I respectfully disagree. You play that, and I thought this isn't a Grammy winner. This is <laughs> no, I didn't think it was not... a Grammy a Grammy winning song. I thought it was the B side to Hair, like the opening <laughs> to Hair. <laughs> like, give me a hit with Hair, long beautiful hit. That song. Yeah, I thought it was actually. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to Aaron for this next one. Uh, you tell Aaron, me. I'm gonna jump in on his answer like he did. Mine. Yeah, absolutely. I was yeah. right though. I, I want to see right. some so competition. Aaron's, uh, Aaron's on the leaderboard right now. <laughs> That's true. Despite not having been given a question yet. No. Uh, all right. Uh, Grammy winner or notorious criminal? All right, that's about enough of that. Yeah. I don't what know do who Robert think? Blake is, but I think it's Robert Blake. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a, like, 
unless that's a producer playing a song to someone. Okay. <laughs> like that's like the demo. Yeah, please. Our dog is. I don't know what. She's driving she's doing. me nuts. That's okay. Um, but <laughs> you're driving me nuts. But I think it was a criminal of some sort. I'm trying to think of what kind of criminal it was. Well, and it's and it sounds like the era of music is like in the 60s and 70s when there was like Ted Bundy. And yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll, I'll give you a hint. This song was recorded within the last year. What? Oh. Interesting. So O.J. Simpson. Okay. O.J. <laughs> 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 so Simpson. Um, uh. <laughs> I guess he's not technically a criminal. Right? Or is it's he? Rudy Giuliani. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, do I have to guess who it is? You just have to guess. You don't have to. Up. You know, uh, tell me criminal or Grammy criminal uh, or winner, Grammy. and then uh, we'll go from there. It's the guy who broke into the, the guy who had the big like horns and shit and broken. That's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> the the Q Anon shaman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the shaman from QAnon. <laughs> uh, incorrect. It was a uh, notorious criminal. That is John Hinckley, uh, the guy who shot Reagan in the 80s, who is now out of jail and writing folk songs and sharing them on his YouTube channel. Oh, man. So that, that, that explains but the shit. But we were right quality. about the era. Like, it's the right era. Of people. Boom, boomers, man. Like, their parents screwed them up so hardcore that they needed to, like, just streak out and, like, I need to be something. <laughs> I need to murder Ronald Reagan. It but also like have he some did that. sort of career creativity. It sounds like he yeah. did that, went to jail, got out of jail, and just was only familiar with the music that was around when he went to jail. And he doesn't know anything about what is <laughs> what is in the popular zeitgeist now and just decided to make a song. What, would you oh, expect John Hinckley to be making like trap music now, though? Like, I don't think <laughs> I mean, he'd necessarily be moving with the times. I mean, that could be a Grammy-winning song right there. I'm not saying it couldn't be. It well, could. Reagan was shot in the early '80s, right? Late yeah, '70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, six, eight, no. I think it was earlier 80, than that. Eighty-two, maybe. I'm gonna say eighty-three with absolutely nothing to back that up. Because I'm just thinking, no like, way to look it up. That sounds like somebody who went to Woodstock. And became like radical, like really radical, which would explain the timeline. Like if you think about it, like he lived through the seventies, getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And then Reagan was like the anti hippie, right? So that's interesting. I mean, I mean it, it was if you want March thirtieth, nineteen eighty one. Yeah, uh, is when he tried to yeah. shoot Reagan. He shot him uh, six times. He was trying to get uh, Jodie Foster's attention at the time, right? Uh, because he had some serious mental Extra. illnesses and. Uh, yeah, uh, but apparently he's doing much better and uh, writing some bops. <laughs> so we're we're gonna move on to the next one. This one is for Harris. Harris, right. this is uh, either a notorious criminal or a, uh, a Grammy winner wrote this. <laughs> All right, Harris, was that written by a Grammy Award winner or a notorious criminal? Boy, I'll tell you, I think I'm getting the gist of this game, and I don't want to find <laughs> out that this person is a notorious criminal, because that sounded pretty fucking good. That was um, like an 80s jam. Like, there's some great synth on there, I, a, like, screaming guitar solo. <laughs> I, it's I, I'm gonna find it's gonna be like I'm gonna say I like it and it's gonna I'm gonna find out it's the guy from Jonestown or something like 
You who? Do you know what I thought of? What I thought of was like, put the put the lotion on your skin or you eat the hose again. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought of. I thought of a wiener going between some legs. <laughs> some good old fashioned n- nudity dancing. I'm a girl dancing. I I, I hate to say it, but I, I feel like just given what I what I think I understand about this game, I think it's probably a uh, <laughs> a not great person who's who's probably uh yeah in the slammy. Um, somewhat correct. Uh, it is a David Koresh, who was the uh, leader of the Branch Davidians, uh, who was killed in a controversial government siege in Waco, Texas. Yeah, oh, Waco! There was some weird, heavy shit going on there, man. Yeah, the FBI. <laughs> not not bags. Weird, yeah. weird stuff. But but man, they got some tunes. Really. <laughs> but at least they went out <laughs> jamming hard. Yeah. Like guys, we're gonna start a commune. You know what I need though? A recording studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, need I need a I need a theremin. I need a slide guitar. <laughs> and I need a, one of those guitars. If you guys got one of those. He wasn't a hipster though. He didn't have a theremin. He wasn't. Theremin. Yeah, sorry, I was way out left with that one. It's all unironic uh, musical instruments here. Uh, let Let's keep moving here. We're going to. Go back around to Lauren and uh, go ahead and uh, tell me a Grammy Award winner or a Notorious Criminal. All right, what do you think, Lauren? Is okay, that I a... feel like I've heard, I feel I honestly feel like I've heard that song before. I don't know why. I think it is it the Jonestown like kids choir. That is the People's Temple Choir uh, song uh, composed and uh, arranged by Jim Jones from Jonestown. Right. Wow, okay. Lauren got on that. Lauren's like, really into serial killers, everyone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why she Not married as much me. Anymore, I'm really glad that's the explanation. Do. Um, I know I've heard that somewhere before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, I watched watched the the documentary on Jonestown when there was one on A and E, like when A and E used to not just be like psychics and multiple wives shows, but like it was like (laughs) it was like you know when they used to have like biography or like actual good like good stuff like kind of what the History Channel is now. But um, but I watched this one. I was homesick. I think I had my wisdom teeth out, so I was like. 15 or 16 and I watched this whole thing on the Jonestown massacre and it gave me nightmares and it made me sick. I was also really nauseous from the wisdom teeth. She did not drink Kool-Aid for like No, I actually time. like it really yeah. it was so unsettling cuz they had those like sh- like like footage from aerial like on in a helicopter of just like all these bodies just like laying down and like oh I could cry thinking about it but just like people who like willingly gave it to their kids and just like laid down beside them like ugh. and then that that oh. that song was playing over top of it so that's why i oh. thought yeah. this is a comedy podcast everybody <laughs> comedy <laughs> podcast. we're having a good time uh <laughs> i fail to see Gary, what this is your game <laughs> mass suicide and, and singing children that's just yeah. the most horrifying uh, i i did and i've got nothing but regrets we're gonna keep powering forward though uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because we got lots of these. Uh, next up, uh, Aaron, uh, go ahead and tell me, Grammy man or criminal lady? I'm not not gendering it. Just Grammy or criminal. Could be a lady. It's a lady. It's a lady. <laughs> 
We're, uh, we're gonna get DMCA. Yeah, yeah. Copyright <laughs> takedowns coming yeah. uh, immediately. He's a sinner for sure. Yeah. If it's who I think it is, but that could be a cover. Uh, I'll just say the the person I'm counting is not the more famous main author, but the co-author of the song. Oh. I have a I have a theory. Is it Phil Spector? It's my theory. Phil Spector. Uh, it, it, it is not Phil Spector. Uh, it is Jim Gordon, not that inspector Jim Gordon from Batman. Batman, Uh, yeah. Jim Gordon, uh, brilliant session drummer, uh, who co-wrote the classic Layla. Uh, he played in Derek and the Dominoes, uh, along with a number of other famous acts. Uh, he murdered his own mother. Good. When? Like before after? he before he was famous or after? I like how both of us uh, are like let's get into this. when I need timeline here. Uh, Nineteen. I really want to know if the dominoes so... should have fallen before or after. The the dominoes there? had already sort of uh, had their their main career. Uh, now where this gets a little bit um, you know controversial is uh, the song did win three different Grammys. However, it was in 1992 for the uh, Layla Unplugged album that uh, hmm. Clapton played on. So we're in a little bit of a gray both. area here. So both. both. It's both. The answer is both. Uh, so congratulations he, or I'm so sorry, Aaron. I'm not sure. <laughs> congratulations, Gordon. Yeah. Congratulations. Oof. And we've got uh, two more for you here. So let's go second last one to Lauren. This is, this is like... This is me. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, this is a horrible this is game, a and dark, I do apologize. <laughs> yeah, it's really, uh, I thought we were gonna mine a lot more comedy from this. <laughs> really? You Sorry. thought the game focused exclusively around murderers and <laughs> cult leaders or murder children? Mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lauren, go ahead and tell me if that's a uh, Grammy winner or a notorious criminal. Is that early Ike Turner? <laughs> that's a good guess. It is not. Because uh, it sounds, because he used to do a lot of like blues stuff. That was a woman. That was a woman. No, that's that, a man. It, it was not a woman. It was uh, Lead Belly, a uh, famous uh, folk pioneer. Um, now, let me tell you a little bit of background on this. So he was jailed in 1915 for assaulting a Dallas prostitute, then escaped the chain gang and was living under another name until he killed a man in an argument over a woman and was sentenced to 35 years. He then wrote a song begging for clemency, which was the song you just heard entitled Governor Pat Neff. uh, And he was pardoned for his crime and let out of jail because he wrote this song about it. And then five years later, he went back to jail because he was convicted of homicide after an argument over a woman. Well, okay. Carrie, stay so away from women. Carrie, so do, you, is, do you feel that 
air being sucked up, that silence in, in the room. Did you bask in that for a second? Just enjoy. I've been how... basking in it for like 11 minutes since we started this segment. And don't worry, it's only getting was darker it, from here, brother. Was it worth it? Oh, just wait. It's an interesting game. I will give you that. I don't know if it's just like we think. That's, That's fascinating that he, he got out. Like he, his art actually got him out of something. He's a true winner. Like he's a true winner. Like you don't need a Grammy. That like that. Again, like translate that to modern times, and that's basically the Tiger King, like having a limo waiting outside of jail, like hoping that Trump's gonna pardon him. Yeah. Like I made some some uh, some notable art, so therefore I deserve clemency. Uh, but uh, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, Joe Exotic was not so fortunate. Oh, Joe Exotic. And uh, yeah. Lent Belly went but on. Carol's right. got it going on. Yeah, Carol Baskin's still going. <laughs> okay, one last go, and then we can uh, finally be rid of this segment. I hate this game so much. <laughs> <laughs> Harris, go ahead and tell me, notorious criminal. No question, baby. My car. You bought a car, baby. Did you bash the side in, baby? With the out and the wheel falling off. Yes, yes. Right on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, even just the lyrics there sound particularly incriminating. It sounds like he's he's interrogating someone. Like a it's, anyway, I I, I want to say just a notorious bad person just because that seems to be the running theme, but I could not tell you who that was. It sounds like Barry white, but it's obviously not Barry white. Cause he's a oh. national treasure. It's a three time Grammy winner and notorious criminal bill Cosby. Oh no. Oh wow. Oh, and no. that's been our segment. Depressing. Oh, murder bill Cosby. Jesus. I just I just start, fear for your Google history. Start and end with Bill Cosby. Fantastic. I figured we should end on a high note. Really yeah, uh thanks for that. Keep spirits your, up. Your Google history's got like I can't believe you sat for hours looking for the shit. Oh right? you should hear his Beatles covers. They're incredible. Bill Cosby has Beatles covers. He was big into jazz. I know that. But Beatles, really? Uh, his his cover of Sgt. Pepper's is one of the most batshit insane things I've ever heard in my life. Okay, well I'll definitely have what? to check that out. Yeah, we'll, we'll punch a little bit of that into the show here. He was he was he was eating his own source. He was he was taking his own drinks. He was trying to see how much he could take and then not remember and right. then make. Sure <laughs> he was testing his he was testing out his material. Such a garbage yeah. human being. Yeah, anyway, what a terrible wow. game and a terrible man. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. How dare you? Well, given that this past year has kept most of us locked away in our homes, we've had a lot of time to take in uh, the one consistent source of comfort in our lives. I'm, of course, referring to the myriad of content that's out there from TV shows to movies to video games to dumb podcasts and even in, and everything in between, even books. Even though we're nearing the home stretch of this pandemic, we thought it'd be a good time for each of us to give some recommendations to our listeners. This is Contents May Vary. Uh, Aaron and Lauren, if you guys both want to just uh, let us know any kind of content that you've taken in over the course of the past year and change that uh, you have either particularly enjoyed or particularly not enjoyed that you think people should avoid at all costs. Like books? Or anything. Movie, book, <laughs> I'm a dyslexic. I don't read. No, I do read books, but... 
Um, well, we we watched. We're up to date on Handmaid's Tale. That was really good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Ted Lasso is amazing yes. and up yes. uplifting. Yes, it makes you feel better. <laughs> Watch this after this show. Yeah, it'll make you feel yeah. better. It'll make you, Ted Lasso is very nice. Um, yeah. I'm joking. I'm playing. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I'm actually reading uh, the fourth turning, which is very. I'm very much interested in like this is so boring. But I'm very much interested in the patterns that are set throughout history and the reoccurrence of things. And this book is like laid it out, like laid it out, like how we're in. And it basically tells you what happened in the last. And it was written in 1997, but it tells you what's happened, like what's happening. It predicted everything that kind of just happened. Based off of right. historically happening it so much yeah. every year. It's fascinating. So we're about oh, yeah. to hit the sort of fall of the Roman Empire right now, uh, just in the Western world. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. nodding and uh, yeah. eyes and cave. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Well, yeah. I mean, those who, uh, you know, forget history are doomed to repeat it, right? That's the old expression. So, yeah, I could see how that would be... Uh, Worth reading, especially now. Timely stuff right now, for sure. The fourth turning, it's very cool. It's very, cool. well, for me, it's like I nerd out on it. It's, I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, it's how like are healthy. you? Um, yeah, um, we just, I just started watching a series on Apple TV called Physical with Rose Byrne, and it's very funny. Like, it's so subtle. It's written very well, and it's, it reminds me of, like, because I was a child of the 80s, so going to, like, Jane Fonda workouts with my mom. Mm-hmm. So uh, the outfits and the music is like, whoa, like you have like weird sense memory, but uh, none of the rest of the storyline is anything from my sense memory, but um, <laughs> just the music and the ambience of it. But that's, it's a really funny series. Like it's very well written. Um, nice. I like how both of our, our shout outs were uh, for Apple TV shows. We don't have Apple TV. No, we don't. <laughs> well, no, we do. We, we do now. My mom, my mom shared her password. Oh, that's true. I, I've got Apple TV. It's the Pirate Bay, and uh, yeah, you get whatever you Gary, want. You, you can't say shit like that. <laughs> I mean, if we ever have any hope of trying to monetize this bad boy, like we gotta, you can't do that. I mean, pay content providers. Uh, all those artists need to, really to make pennies on the dollar. Lauren's mom's Apple TV subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We really appreciate it. Slightly more above board. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we, Aaron and I watched the most amazing oh. trash, trash reality mm-hmm. show that's just mm-hmm. like fascinating to watch. And it's called Married at First Sight Australia. Don't watch the other ones. Don't Australia. watch it. If you have one in the States, it's not, the, the structure of the show is different. But Married at First Sight Australia, it's amazing. It's so bad, but it's so good. If you want to hear, like, this is the stupidest thing about it. Australians talk about how they shit themselves a lot, a lot. <laughs> like, well, like not about how they factually shit themselves, no. but they were like, it's an expression. I shit myself. Hey, I'm a good. Or not, hey, I'm gonna shit myself. How you going? Hey, good. Hey, yeah. you bogan. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch. It's so trashy and amazing. Like, yeah, I, they're the dumbest people in the best way. Yeah, <laughs> on the sh- not Australians, just the show. <laughs> just the show. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, like, it's not the people that, yeah. Like American, like it's very American, but like even more. Yeah, it's nice. great. Even more. Yeah, check it it's out. Like great yeah. yeah, if you want to feel better about yourself, watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, geez, what do I have? Um, 
I, I can give you a unrecommendation of don't spend an entire day deep diving into the musical careers of uh, criminals because <laughs> it gets dark and weird. Uh, but like, I maintain that that Manson song is kind of a jam. Oh, uh, yeah, that sorry. That, Separate that the art from the artist. That Manson song sounds like. Have you ever heard Rodriguez? Like that. Yeah, or yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's that was at first when I heard that I was like, it kind of the way the guitar is played, it sounds like him. But I Rodriguez know Rodriguez went to jail for murder. No, probably. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, no, he's a saint. He's amazing. Why would he? Yeah. Have some? This is <laughs> uh, he's cut, a criminal because he's on this playlist. So. <laughs> cut to the point in the documentary where uh, Charles Manson lands in South America, or uh, yeah. <laughs> to find like an yeah. arena full of people chanting his name. <laughs> totally. Uh, um, I will recommend uh, if you want to see some incredible uh, stream of consciousness freestyle rapping, um, Harry Mack on YouTube is incredible. He's a, oh, yeah. a freak of nature and it's incredible. And he gets people to just give him words and he will construct cogent, like actual interesting raps about it. Harry Mack. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's a YouTube deep dive I've gone down and I have no regrets. It's fantastic. What's his name again? Harry Mack. Harry Mack. Okay. Yeah, check uh, it out. Uh, I'm a little behind the times on this one, but uh, The Wire. My wife and I are marathoning The Wire now, and it is fucking great. Like, I <laughs> always, people always told me that it's great, and I know I'd watched Treme, and I, I, I think he had another show too. Uh, the the David, I think David Simon is the creator. Um, but yeah, I we're marathoning The Wire, and it's so good. So so good. I don't know. Like I, I've never, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. I've Very watched, good. I think I've watched maybe two or three episodes when I was at my dad's house. Like you could be saying like, everyone watched CSI Miami, and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, well, all right. <laughs> it's. It's, it's not better. the kind of show that you can just drop into. Like it's very hyper serialized. Like you got to start from the top. But it's real good. Um, unrecommendation. Not, it doesn't if I had take crazy turns like Dexter does it. Like you know how Dexter was like good for like, three seasons and then went to shit. And then got good yeah. again briefly to keep you in. And then got. And then shit. all of a sudden, him and his sister had a thing. And they're <laughs> like, I'm out. This is like, what is this garbage? It's well, you know, it's very well written. And it's very subtle. There's lots of interactions where you see them and you're like, what was the point of that? At a certain point, you get used to seeing scenes. And you're like, I don't fully get that. And then by the end of the episode, you're like, oh, OK, I got it. Um, but it's you got to pay attention, obviously. So not for not if you're sleepy, don't watch it because you'll just get knocked right out. Um, That's any time after six o'clock for me. <laughs> yeah, I fall asleep in everything. Also, what uh, an endorsement. Don't watch this if you're sleepy, because you're gonna fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, so good. <laughs> I literally reviewed movies, not a joke. I reviewed movies based on if I would fall asleep in them. <laughs> That's an important metric, though, for some people, for sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, as we uh, get to the end of the show here, uh, you guys got anything to plug? Oh. I guess check out. Oh, you can. Oh yeah. Uh, check out uh, my YouTube channel, Aaron Murky in character. It's me kind of talking about uh, things I've learned in my life. And then me just doing characters. It's fun. Join me. Hmm. You. Um, I don't have a YouTube channel. Nice friends. Oh, um, I have a nice little sweet scene with Mr. Uh, Charming pants, Liam Neeson and nice. the ice road. Oh. It's a very small scene, but it was great. It was an amazing day. We're both in that one. 
Yeah, well, Aaron's in that one too. I'm not with Liam Neeson. No. She got to meet Liam Neeson. And I'm yeah, he's very know. lovely. He is amazingly lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's out now. That's on Netflix in the United States, but you can stream it in Canada, I believe. Also, Fracture. Lauren's also in Fracture mm. on that, Netflix. That's old. That's but it's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. You can watch it. <laughs> and, um, it's old. It's like a year old. Two years old. Yeah. But it's great. Watch it, sure, if you want to. It's great. I had fun on that, too. I did some of the special effects on that. Mm -hmm. Check out some dead bodies. (laughs) (laughs) And then watch the movie. Um, And then Hunter Hunter. Please watch that. Oh, yeah. That was really, really, really fun. And I still don't want to talk about the ending because it's still spoilery. But it's funny when you see people comment on it like, stop making movies depicting wolves as mean. And you're like, no, no, just watch the movie. (laughs) Yeah, for real. It's not I, about were, wolves. It is, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. You were so good in that movie. I like that movie a oh, lot. Thank you. It was fun. I, I, I worked on it too somewhat. And it was fun to work on. But yeah, you were great in it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that'll do it for this uh episode of Question Answer Period. Carrie, you got any parting words? Uh yeah, just uh love you. Uh have mm-hmm. a great day. All right. Aww. Yeah, that's nice, Aww. man. Aaron Murphy, Lauren Cochran, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. Thank you for having us yeah. and ex- ex- helping us explore uh, serial killers. I really... Oh, God. <laughs> definitely not my pleasure. Jesus and I Christ. just really want people to know that I don't know a lot about serial killers. I just randomly knew about <laughs> Jonestown, and I'm sorry. Please don't think of me like that. And I, yes, I know I'm in horror movies often, but I'm not into... No. Like, <laughs> Either one of us is into I, horror movies, no. even though we both work in that world. Yeah. <laughs> but... Awesome. I just feel Thanks, bad guys. that I knew that that haunting child children singing with Jones. That was the one that got me. That was me like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, that horrifying note. God damn. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. bye. bye.